new episode of New Authors Workshop. I am Sheree Hardy, and I am the owner of Avant-Garde Books, and I'm here to give you information that will help you sell more books. So tonight, I want to talk about the editing process, which is one of the most critical parts of the writing process, and if you're listening for the first time, you know, I mentioned that every day we have independent authors come to our store or either email me or text me about, you know, getting their books published or getting their books in our store. And one of the really big issues that I see is that there are a lot of errors in the book or there are a lot of errors in the manuscript. And I want to talk about it from two perspectives. So some people have a manuscript and that means that they have written a book it's just basically another word for draft it hasn't been published and they come to me and they want me to proofread it or they want me to give some feedback and sometimes I do that and I used to do it a lot but now I don't because one of the things I learned it's very hard for people to receive constructive criticism so If there are errors in the book, you know, it can hurt you and it can hurt book sales. Now, let me just, I've learned a lot by being in this business. There are some people, they sell hundreds of books and their their book is loaded with errors, but they're still able to sell that book. Um, On the other hand, the more people read your book and the more educated people who read it and they find those errors, it's possible that that could eventually work against you because what's going to happen is people are going to write reviews on Amazon and they're going to talk about the errors. And I remember, I can't think of the name of the book and I really don't want to talk about a person, but there was a book that I was going to buy and I was looking at the reviews and one of the, a lot of the reviews pointed out the errors in the book. Like apparently they're gross errors. So all books probably, I can't say all, but many, many books have mistakes and they're they're different kinds of mistakes. Some mistakes are just typos. And I've seen that with big publishing companies where it's not a mistake because someone didn't know grammar or spelling. It's really just a typo. It could be a missing word. It might even be a misspelled word, but that is very rare. And anytime I've read a book and I've seen that, out of the entire book, there may be one of those. The issue is when you have a book and you have like gross errors. That means that you have, you know, grammatical errors. Subject and the subject and verb don't agree. Um, you know, the spelling is wrong. You have in the English language, you have words that um, sound alike, but they're spelled differently. We call them homophones. Some people call them homonyms. And let's say here and here, and the wrong here was put there instead of h-e-r-e h-e-a-r was put there you have those kinds of errors the more people read your book the more the errors will be you know can be noticed and so you know you doesn't mean you can't sell books because you have mistakes but what happens is the more people read them then the more that's talked about and eventually that could stunt your sales The good news, and I believe in Sherry good news, is that if you are an independent author, you're a self-published author, when you see those mistakes, you're able to correct those mistakes. But I want to encourage people to open up their mind 
to to allow someone to give them constructive feedback. Now, with the editing process, it's kind of complex. I, I had the fortune of, of course, publishing my own books, but I had the fortune of working for a major media company. And I had to go through the editing process, the writing process, where I submitted my work to an editor and that person gave me feedback and had, you know, told me what to change or what to add. If you want your book to be the best it could be, you have to be open to engaging in that process where someone is going to read it and they're going to make corrections. Here is probably the number one challenge when it comes to editing is finding a person who has a really good grasp of the English language. The English language is a very complex language and most people, unless they have studied language or journalism or another language where they have they had to learn hardcore grammar and most people don't even know grammar. So, you know, it's sad to say, even if they have a degree, I remember one time I was, you know, this person came to me and she wanted me to um, do her children's book. And I point out to her, you know, the good and the bad. I always do the glow and the and the grow. And I was pointing out to her that a certain, you know, certain things need to be changed. And I remember her response to me was, I had so-and-so edited and so-and-so has a doctorate degree. And I said, ma'am, there's a, you know, you're a, a doctorate degree. That's schooling. Education and schooling are two different things. There are a lot of people with degrees and they're not strong writers. And so a person who doesn't have a degree in English or they haven't had specific training in how to proofread and edit might not be the best editor. What I even recommend if you're going to get your book edited, I have, and I told this to someone, she had some gross errors in her book, very nice book, and it was a specialty book, and she did sell a lot of copies, even with her errors. And I told her, I said, when you get this book edited, I strongly recommend finding someone who has a degree in English or language or has a degree in, you know, maybe reading or has a degree in journalism, something related to writing where they would have had to do a lot of writing. The other thing about editing is that, you know, you want to say something one way, but there is something called the elements of literature. There are what we call literary devices where there are tools in writing that you use to engage readers in a different way. And so if you're not a person, and I'm going to go back to what I said in one of the other episodes, I'm probably going to say this in every episode, if you don't read, you won't see the language structure that I'm talking about. When you read somebody like, you read the works of somebody like Colson Whitehead, you'll understand the difference between his writing and your writing. And that's not to say that you can't develop as a writer, but there are some people that can really write. Or you read, you know, Terry McMillan. Those, these are people, or Bernice McFadden, these are people who know how to use those literary devices and know how to engage you with the right vocabulary words. Those are just a few. There are many more. And so, again, if you want to be a good writer, you need to start to read. You need to get in the habit of reading. Enjoy the content, but at the same time, start to pay attention to how, you know, quotation marks are put in writing. 
how you know people some of these other devices that many writers use figurative language that is essential if you're trying to expand upon an idea and really engage the reader so all of that stuff matters but here's the main thing before you publish your book because you're self-publishing get some other people to proofread your book and if you need help with editing get it it is going to increase the possibility of you selling more books another story a young lady who has done a, a, a great book great children's book we have sold so many copies of her book and she was doing a new book and so she just wanted another set of eyes on it and she asked me to proofread it and I did and I caught an error and she said do you know I had like eight people read this book and no one caught that and it's so critical because first of all some people are going to read your book and they're they're just not going to tell you the mistakes because they don't want to offend you they don't want to lose a friendship they just don't want you to feel bad they're not going to tell you so when you're getting an editor i recommend not getting a friend i i recommend getting someone who can be neutral and be objective and share some feedback with you but you have to be open to receive it you have to be open to receive the glow and the growth there was a guy that did a book last year the year before last and and i he was a really nice guy got his book and I started reading it and I saw some gross errors in his book. For example, he was trying to use the word muster, M U S T E R, but instead he put mustard, like the condiment that you would put on a hot dog. And you know, he had the it was story was not a bad story and 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 he also if he had known how to use certain literary devices, his book could have even gone, you know, further than what it, it it has gone he said he was going to get all that fixed up but he wrote a new book that he told me to read it and before he wrote it you know he said he went to these people and they were going to edit his book and help him and I was just shocked I was really shocked at how poorly it was written and it's probably because the people that he went to they don't have a degree in the English language they have not studied literature they don't write And so you have to be mindful if you're going to get your book proofread and edited, you have to go to someone who has the who has better credentials because even then you may not get the best, but I guarantee you probably would be better off if you went to someone who has a degree in language or English or journalism or reading or literature. That probably would be a better bet. And I know it's a challenge because most people are not going to read and edit proofread and read for free. I mean proofread and edit for free. They're just not probably going to do that. And sometimes when you're trying to cut the funds or save money, you may not be able to get the kind of services that you need. But again, good news is that with self-publishing, if someone points out an error, you can go in and fix it. You can just go in, you know, go into KDP Amazon, change it and keep it moving and that's a good thing for you because there but 8 billion people on planet earth there's so many books to sell there's so many possible readers you can reach and so think about that so that is tonight's episode on editing let's just recap number 1 you need to edit you need to understand if you have not if you have not gone over this understand that writing is a process 
understand what that process is and editing is a part of that process and that is when your book has been looked over it has been proofread and revisions are suggested or you need to change some things and that is editing you need to go in and change some things to make your book better the better your book is probably the more books will sell because remember the magic formula for selling books is really simple write a good book I say write a great book and you'll sell a lot of copies. You have to be willing to receive the criticism and the feedback. If you want your book edited and you want to grow as a writer, you have to be humble. And I don't care, you know, how, when I work for this major company, you know, I have a pretty good grasp of the English language, but they gave me feedback about different ways I could word things and some of the content. Most of my feedback was about content, but They could have told me to change something grammatically or whatever. You have to be humble enough to receive that feedback in order to sell as many copies as possible. So I hope this new episode of New Authors Workshop helps you. Remember, you can contact us at avantgardebooks at gmail.com. And if you have a question, please email me. I would love to answer that question. May you sell thousands and thousands of copies of your book. Have a good night.